Hello and welcome to the second episode of my podcast. My name is Brittany Taylor and if you're new to me, well, probably new to me here because I'm new to me here, this is really fun to be recording the second episode of my podcast. So you may know me from YouTube, my own YouTube channel, or the one that I share with Connor McMillan or elsewhere. And however you came to this podcast, thank you for being here and welcome. Right now, so far, this podcast is really about, and the plan for it for the foreseeable future is to be about my pregnancy journey is super exciting and this episode is going to be about early pregnancy early pregnancy musings Ugh, and you'll probably hear me smiling a lot because this is just super exciting and the reason I wanted to start a podcast is to have this raw safe space to share things as they're coming up and coming out so it's somewhat of like a vloggy diary really for me and I guess that's my style is to share my journey as it unfolds in a really sort of vulnerable way with the desire for it to enhance anybody who's listening lives not necessarily by inspiring people to do it the way I'm doing it, but rather to feel inspired to follow their own path. And whether that's feeling like there's a lot of resonance with what I'm sharing or there's contrast and it lets you know more about what you want, that's also welcome. So to get back to the topic of today, this is going to be about my early pregnancy musings. And yeah, I'm just going to sort of dive into it. So, I, um, today is September 23rd, 2018, and it is technically the 15th day of my pregnancy. However, if you go by traditional pregnancy calculators, it would be like I'm already in my fifth week, which is super interesting because <laughs> the whole pregnancy calculator thing is a little interesting in general. Basically, 15 days ago, I ovulated and my egg was fertilized. It was an amazing psychedelic, crazy feeling experience, and I don't tend to use that word, but that's like the only word that I can think of that really seems to accurately describe how it felt for me. So 15 days ago was when my egg was fertilized and so I've been moving towards this space where my body's been you know, now in pregnancy mode for 15 days. Most pregnancy calculators or like the way I think it's traditionally done is to start from the first day of your last period, which for me was August 18th, and then add 40 weeks and that's assuming that uh, the person has a 28 day cycle i don't have a 28 day cycle i have a 30 day cycle in general and i also don't ovulate right in the middle of my cycle um i ovulated this last cycle on day 22 
So the day I ovulated was September 8th, and now it's 15 days from them. So I would say I'm 15 days into my pregnancy, but it's also known as about like two weeks more than that. So you could say I'm just entering my fifth week of pregnancy. This is the time when the pregnancy hormone HCG, I don't remember the full title, it's at this time, usually by day 16, when HCG, which is the pregnancy hormone that is um, really starting to flourish at this time, is detectable in most pregnancy tests, especially the you know the over-the-counter urine tests um, or blood tests. And so, if I were to take a pregnancy test tomorrow on day 16 and you know probably maybe even today it would come out positive i believe which is super exciting and feels like a milestone and i'm also really excited to not take a pregnancy test i feel like i just really love charting my cycle and if you're not sure what i mean by that I'll definitely do a more extended podcast on charting and share my knowledge. That's what I plan to share here in general is my knowledge and the knowledge I have is I guess unique to me and the knowledge I've needed and been interested to educate myself with throughout my journey based on the relevance. So I do feel like I have a lot of information and knowledge on natural family planning it's called, fertility awareness method, charting my cycle, and also there are things that I don't know or I don't have the specific terms for. I'm not like a certified fertility awareness educator um, or anything like that. So I'll be sharing with the knowledge that I do have. And so yeah, I've just really loved charting for the past year and nine months or so. and. I know how to tell. I just feel so in tune with my body. I know based on the signs that I track daily, such as my temperature, my cervical fluid, and other like secondary signs that I know because I know my body and I've been observing it and noticing the patterns in my own cycle. And also because um, I know the science behind it. So I know that since I have ovulated, my temperature shifts. So when I talk about my temperature, every morning I take my waking temperature with a basal body thermometer, which basically means that it goes to the 10th degree. It actually goes to the 100th degree. Most of them do, and I measure in Fahrenheit, but you can do either, um, that or Celsius. And uh, my temperature follows like a low temperature trend until I ovulate and then after that I have my higher temperature trend and so today is my 15th day with a high waking temperature and also a kind of a fun thing which is com it's like semi-common to have happen I've heard from what I've read in Taking Charge of Your Fertility which is an amazing book that I highly recommend for anybody who's interested in getting to know their body better or wants to plan for pregnancy or wants to prevent pregnancy for now. 
that um, it's common that when you're pregnant, not only will you have a high temperature pattern, but then you might see an, another higher trend come. And that's been fun to see that some days my temperature has been even higher than my normal high temperatures. So that's been really fun. Tomorrow, day 16, with my high temperature, that would be on a pregnancy chart, like, I mean, on a fertility chart, kind of like a sign that you're pregnant in general. It's pretty exciting for me too, because if you listen to my first podcast, you might have a sense that I was um, not, my body was not producing enough progesterone to sustain a long enough luteal phase. So to have enough consecutive high temperatures where progesterone was, my body was not producing enough progesterone for me to be able to like get the pregnancy ball rolling. And it feels so exciting that this cycle it is. It's, I've never had this many high temperatures consecutively and I'm thrilled about it. It's really cool to see that my body has done that and that I can get pregnant now and that I am pregnant. It feels really good to, to say that and acknowledge that and feel like, hell yeah, it's happening. And it feels really fun for me to, for this to be my sign, for this to be my, you know, pee stick, as it were, this chart for me. I'm looking at it right now while I'm recording this and seeing the high temperature trends just continue on there. For me, feels like kind of the same thing as I imagine for some people to to see the plus sign come up on their pregnancy stick. There's other signs as well. For example, not only have I sustained the high temperature, I don't have my period. So that's really rare. It's now, let's see, day 37 in my cycle. And I tend to have 30 day cycles. And then I've had all these other really interesting feelings going on. Uh, emotional feelings, body sensations, just other signs of early pregnancy or, you know, other signs that things are really different in my body. A whole different, oh man, experiences going on than has ever happened in my body before. And it is so exciting. It is also a lot of other things there is a lot of newness here there is uncertainty that'll come up for me sometimes there's fears lots of curiosities sometimes i feel ecstatic sometimes i feel overwhelmed i've really i feel like i've run the gamut with all the emotions although i'm sure that is not true i'm sure there are so many more coming I feel super passionate about sharing this entire journey here with all of you and Connor and I are eager to do that on our lifestyle and family channel as well. And it is early in my pregnancy. It's, you know, 15 days or just getting into week five and a lot of people I know wait until they're into their second trimester to share about being pregnant because traditionally the risk or the percentage possibility from what we've seen from statistics of miscarriage goes down considerably after that. 
I feel super passionate about being open to whatever unfolds in this pregnancy for me and sharing it with the world because something inside of me is telling me that we need this. The world can benefit from my openness around this. I have such a desire to connect with people on a real level and I'm so down to be vulnerable and to be able to use my authentic experiences and open up in that way um, to sort of be the first one to say, hey, this is how I feel and I really care about how you feel and I have a safe space for you to share anything that could be coming up for you. That feels like kind of a glimpse at the bigger picture, one of the bigger pictures of something I feel super passionate about sharing in this life in general is a space of vulnerability, openness, authenticity. I feel like we can all benefit from having more space, space to be ourselves, space held for us, especially during times when there's a lot of um, vulnerability. And I think pregnancy is definitely a space of vulnerability. And so far for me, early pregnancy has felt super vulnerable and tender and like such a sweet space to share. And I know there's possibility of miscarriage. I know there's possibility of anything. And also that's not my focus. Um, and also if it comes up, that's okay. That's part, that would be part of my journey. Also, I'm not anticipating that it will. I feel, I feel though that one of the great reasons I feel so called to share about it early on is because I think that it's taboo to share about pregnancy early on. I think that a lot of people, I, th I think that there are plenty of people who feel all kinds of things going on internally for them during early pregnancy and probably don't have a support system of people that they feel like they can share with and I just feel so much for anybody and I know plenty of people who have experienced wanting to get pregnant trying so many times having a lot of miscarriages maybe early on maybe later in their pregnancies and man, just having all sorts of feelings come up around it, like inadequacy and, and shame or feeling infertility might be coming up for them or for their partner. And yeah, that was another reason I felt excited to share even in pre-pregnancy to say, hey, we're going to be doing this. Connor and I both wanted to say that. And this is how we're going to go about doing it. And we're not sure how it's going to go. We're not sure how many cycles it will take. And we're open to that. So basically just... Anywhere there's a taboo, I pretty much feel ready to break that down and talk about it. I also feel curious about this word miscarriage because it doesn't really resonate with me and I'm feeling excited to find another word that does. So I will be open to that coming to me at some point too. For the rest of the podcast, I think I want to share my early pregnancy musings or the sensations that I have been experiencing, along with thoughts, feelings, basically what the heck has been going on with me during these 15 days. <sighs> well, I was in Rhode Island. Actually, I was in Massachusetts with Connor. 
No, wait, let me even be more specific than that. Connor and I were in Rhode Island visiting my family after the Woodstock Fruit Festival, and we knew that I was fertile right around, you know, my fertile days of my cycle and we were in Rhode Island and I wanted to find a space for us that felt even a little more private and sacred so that we knew we'd have our own space not just to have sex you know but to feel relaxed and we could get really excited about creation and about bringing this soul that we've been feeling with us for so long into this world. And so I rented this super sweet Airbnb in Bernardston, Massachusetts, which is like Northwestern Mass near where Connor used to live for like 12 years. And it's just a super special area to him. And he felt, I could tell he felt really appreciative. And we were there for three days. And these were definitely the most fertile days of my cycle. And the final day was a Saturday and we had sex that morning and then we parted ways he was gonna be going to New York City to visit a friend for the next day and a half and I was gonna go link up with my sister and we it kind of felt like okay there was something particularly special about that last time that we came together connected sexually and had intercourse Although, of course, I can't know if it's that sperm that fertilized my egg that night or if it was a sperm from a previous ejaculation over any of the prior like five days because sperm can survive in fertile cervical fluid for up to five days or so. So one of those sperms, and it feels like maybe the one on that day, fertilized my egg that night and this is the trippiest experience i love it so much so that night i or that day i dropped connor at the train and i was driving back to rhode island just feeling really ecstatic i really love having my own space and i was listening to this birthing podcast and feeling super excited and on my way home I, while i was driving i felt this sort of um a sensation like kind of a, a sharp subtle pain in my left ovary which I've felt before and have come to know as ovulation and I was like okay I think I just ovulated that's awesome that makes sense it's the day of my cycle I generally ovulate and then I went and I ended up linking up with my sister that night and I was sitting on her bed and this craziest feeling hit me I felt suddenly like I was totally in another universe. I don't have much experience with hallucinogenics or drugs in general, but I did trip on mushrooms when I was younger, and that's the only thing I can compare it to, although it was totally different. I didn't have a good trip or anything. Um, but there was some like psychedelicness happening, this out of body experience that I was feeling at the time. And I also had some other symptoms. I felt ecstatic for one. I felt super open. I felt like this portal had been opened up in the center of my being and was going like channeled straight to the heavens or the, you know, source. And I just felt this like beam of energy coming through me. I had a fever. 
I had chills all over my skin. I felt huge rushes of oxytocin and just a lot of energy flowing to like my womb area. And I just, I just stopped and I was like, Danny, that's my sister's name. My egg is being fertilized right now. This is the trippiest experience ever. And I had had some semblance of this the previous cycle when I felt my egg be fertilized. Uh, I talked about that a little bit in my previous podcast. But I also was like really immersed in a festival at the time. I was working a lot. I was tired and I felt like, man, maybe I'm just getting a little sick too. And I couldn't really go into it completely. But this time I went into it completely and it was amazing. And I just kind of talked to my sister as I was feeling it and I just lay there on the bed and it was so exciting. And I just felt such gratitude and was crying a little bit and laughing and really felt the presence of this being, this soul. And then that night I kind of sustained the fever that night and it broke in the middle of the night. So I went to bed, like felt like I had to bundle up a ton and was like just feeling these tinglys all over. And yeah, in the middle of the night, I got really warm. And when I woke up in the morning, I had a high temperature. I had started my post ovulatory phase, which I already really knew. And really from there on out, or even from earlier, when I first felt ovulation happen, I have had such awareness around my lower abdomen area my womb my ovaries my fallopian tubes also my gut i have a lot of connection with my gut so it's been just amazing to feel like i kind of feel like i'm feeling every little sensation that's going on i would say that's been the main pregnancy symptom in a way that I've had so far is awareness and sensations, various ones, in my lower abdomen area, which is no surprise for me since I feel so connected to that area. I also feel really connected still to source and I feel like kind of at any given moment I can go there and be grounded here and also have this straight portal access to greater consciousness which is incredible and not something i'm totally unfamiliar with but it feels like the pathway is way more open i feel greater sensitivity in general and i feel as though i'm a i'm a sensitive being as it is really aware of my emotions and my thoughts and feeling them throughout my body and just witnessing it all happening um, but this is definitely another level of that, a finer attunement. I've had some other interesting things, sometimes felt a little dizzy or um, tired or energized and kind of like these feelings can come out of nowhere. Yesterday was the first time I felt uh, low back pressure, pain a little bit, not pain, like soreness, felt like a soreness. I had also done a lot of backbending the day before, so it could have been related to that. And yeah, it's just really, everything is new. Everything's a new sensation. I'm feeling it out. A lot of them are sensations. I don't know that I want to call them symptoms. 
just experiences that I've had before and it's fun to be feeling them now and feel like oh my gosh I think this is linked to my pregnancy and it makes so much sense that I would be feeling a variety of things because there is this sweet (laughs) entity that is forming and growing inside of me right now and on an energetic level there is just so much energy in the center of my being and on a spiritual level there is a new soul or another soul maybe they're an old soul that is like in like a part of me right now oh one other thing i realized that i've sort of felt i guess i touched on it a bit before it's just like yeah sort of this Sometimes it comes up as a physical sensation, which is like dizziness or like sort of splotchy vision, a little a little bit of trouble focusing. And sometimes it comes up as more the energetic feeling of having trouble being grounded here because there's so much going on that feels otherworldly. And I notice it, I do a lot of acrobatics and inversions and when I'm upside down and then stand back up, it feels like it takes me an extra moment to become oriented right now. Along those lines, it's also been super interesting to be feeling out my physical practices. I've had such a desire to move in my body. It feels like it's really helpful for everything that's going on to stay active and also to be really gentle. So instead of doing moves that might be, um, yeah, just that would, put pressure on my abdomen in a way that probably wouldn't feel good right now, etc. or things that might be more like aggressive. I've, I'm craving more gentle movement or just flows that make sense for my body and what it's needing right now. And that's been fun to feel out. I've also been desiring to take more baths, to give myself more massage and just be tender and loving with myself. I've had some interesting fears come up for sure. I think especially, well, I was going to say especially until I hit day whatever, but it's not true. It's just like anytime, anytime it can come up, this feeling like, oh, I've, I hope, you know, I, I hope that I sustain this pregnancy. I, I wonder if I will. I have some fears coming up that maybe I won't. Is my body going to continue to produce the hormones that I need, etc. And one thing that feels really good for me to think about when those feelings has come up is that that's okay and sort of it's never ending if I go that route. Like needing some sort of safety is not it's not the security i'm looking for what i'm actually looking for is the calm and the spaciousness to be right where i am feeling anything that could come up and knowing that it's it's all good that whatever is unfolding is unfolding and there will always be something you know whether it's early pregnancy late pregnancy if it's birth if it's when my child goes to a friend's house for the first time and I'm thinking about them all the time because they're not around, like there's no end to this potential for worrying if I'm in a worried state of mind. 
so I can acknowledge it and care for it and also see it for the ways that it feels good to think about, such as that I really am excited about this child and this soul and it makes sense that fears could come up because I want them here so much and Connor wants them here so much and we're so ready for this. Perhaps the last sensation that's worth mentioning is that I've been feeling, or I guess there's a couple, I've been having some trouble sleeping at night, which is not rare for me. That's an interesting thing too, is none of these things are necessarily totally new sensations for me. I think they're ways that my body already naturally communicates with me. They're a little different the way they're manifesting and also they feel familiar. And I think that's probably, that might be true for a lot of people because people's symptoms really do vary depending on who they are and and how their bodies communicate with them. So I haven't been sleeping super well every night because I've been having a lot on my brain, which is really common for me. I get pretty excited and I want to stay up and think and do things and I don't always want to rest. So that's been something I've been feeling out and I'm going to be probably changing a little bit because I I do want to rest and I know that I need to get rest. I've also had little bits of feeling nauseous, but not in the way I would think I would. It's more like at other times, say I would feel hungry and maybe feel a little bit of nausea. It just feels a little more heightened now, for example. Or if I'm feeling tired and exhausted, tired and exhausted, (laughs) and um, for example, working or looking at the computer screen and I might feel a little nauseous or a little headache, which is typical for me if I get to that space, it just feels a little more heightened. So I think that, again, my sensitivity has been heightened. Smell, I notice more. Um, Sensations on my skin, I notice more. Um, Yeah, all those things. Everything feels like heightened sensitivity, which totally makes sense. Oh my gosh, I also feel really sensual. And I almost want to say horny or sexual but it's almost more like sensual, although I have been feeling sexual and sensual. Connor and I had the most amazing sexual experience a couple days ago, yesterday? Yesterday, I think it was, and oh my gosh, I can still feel my cells vibrating and my body pulsing, thinking about it, and I feel so excited for the next time that I'm like near his skin. Ah, yeah. Yeah, I think those are those are my musings for now. My first two weeks musings or four weeks, depending on how you want to look at it. And I think that's where I'll leave this podcast, my second podcast. I imagine the next time I come on, I'll share about musings from the next part of my pregnancy or maybe I'll talk about cycle tracking or maybe something entirely different that I can't foresee that's going to come up but if uh, you're listening to this which I'm sure you are right now thank you so much I'm really honored for you to be here and if you are new to me and you want to learn more about me or see my youtube channels my instagram 
see the stuff that Connor and I do together. We have a channel on sex positivity and open relationships and just like healthy relationships in general. You can check out our YouTube channel by searching our names or go to our website, connorandbrittany.com. It's C-O-N-O-R-A-N-D-B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y.com. Thank you so much.